Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets with your host, The Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. We've seen some significant commodity updates in the past week and the latest one is Teresa, so I'll focus there. It really does show the benefit of diversification in this space, although investors don't always like it because it does make it harder to take a pure view on commodities when a commodities business has more than one commodity in its operations. At Teresa, the PGM operations are facing significant pressure, which is a function of how the broader PGM market is doing. In the year ended September, the average Platinum Group Metals basket price was down 26.2% in dollars and 15.7% in rand. It is so rough out there in PGMs that Teresa has pushed the timeline for the Caro Platinum project out by a year, although they can accelerate it again if prices improve. Chrome looks completely different, thankfully, with the average price up 25.8% in dollars and a whopping 44.7% in rand. Production of Chrome is flat this year and is expected to increase in the coming year, whereas production of PGMs fell 19.3% this year and should only increase slightly in the coming year. Of course, if PGM prices improve, they will put more focus there. This is the benefit of having two different levers to pull, depending on how commodity prices are doing. For Teresa shareholders, they will certainly be hoping that Chrome at least remains strong, even if PGMs are still in trouble. There's a pretty interesting deal at ENX, with relevance to Nedbank shareholders as well. ENX has been telling the market for a while that Equestra is up for sale. Equestra needs cheaper funding and is the majority of ENX's interest-bearing debt. So offloading it to a better owner is actually a big part of the ENX value unlock strategy. Nedbank is that owner which certainly ticks the box of cheaper funding for Equestra because nobody has cheaper funding than a bank itself. For Nedbank, this is a big step forward in the vehicle leasing and fleet management space. They are basically buying distribution for their lending. The price has been set at NAV, that's net asset value, plus a premium of 16 million rand, less transaction costs. In other words, this is roughly priced at NAV, which means a sale at book value. Now, this is not unusual for a financing business at all. It's going to end in a special distribution to ENX shareholders, but we don't know exactly how much yet. The NAV is changing all the time, plus ENX needs to retain 100 million rand in escrow for three years as part of the deal, in case there are any claims against the company. They will also keep some money from the deal for corporate purposes. But with gross proceeds that could well be close to 900 million rand across equity and loans, there's still a big return of capital coming to ENX shareholders. Tungela is just another casualty of Transnet and its inability to provide decent infrastructure to our local mining groups. Export sales are flat and that's not due to lack of demand or Tungela not being willing to produce more saleable coal. In fact, production of export saleable coal will be down 7.6% in the year ending December 2023, yet sales were flat. So you can see that they've actually brought production down to be more in line with sales. There's really no point in building a significant stockpile when Transnet cannot rail the stuff to the ports. The highlight in the story is the Ensham business in Australia, an acquisition that Tungela was given a lot of flack for. Not only is it doing well thanks to Australia having proper infrastructure, but the eventual price paid for the deal was quite a lot lower than expected thanks to the lockbox structure that gave Tungela the benefit of strong performance in that business from 1 January 2023 until the deal actually closed. And that is smart deal making. It's just a pity that even Tungela can't single-handedly fix the railway issues in South Africa. 
Etaltal is still on the run end of consumer spending trends. People are buying holidays, not new bathrooms. High interest rates don't help here, and nor does a prevailing nervousness about South Africa's future. Not least of all with things like elections next year and the threat of NHI. People prefer to stay liquid in times of uncertainty, which is the last thing Etaltal wants. They want you to feel really good about your home and redo the bathroom. System-wide turnover fell 2.9% in the five months to November. Manufacturing sales, that's an even bigger issue, Manufacturing sales to group and third-party customers fell 5.9%, and that is a serious problem for margins because operating leverage works against you in a very ugly way in a manufacturing business when sales drop. Etaltal is a victim of South African consumer sentiment, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. I end off with a great example of how crisis breeds opportunity. South African port infrastructure is really not cutting it right now, as we know from the numerous examples of Transnet letting the team down. Sorting out your own electricity is one thing, but businesses cannot build their own railways and ports. Grindrod at least has some uplift from this, although I suspect that the net effect of South African infrastructure problems is still negative on Grindrod. The partially mitigating factor here is the company's 24.7% indirect stake in the Maputo port, with the Mozambican government giving an in-principle approval to extend the concession for that port from 2033 to 2058. The port in Maputo benefits from failing South African infrastructure, and it looks like Grindrod will enjoy the expansion plans at that facility for many years to come. As they say, never waste a good crisis. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost Rap podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.